more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Black in the studio. Kieran Riki online. And uh, the weather, there's a few little spots of rain around, but uh, it's disappearing. It looks like a decent day for Sydney. And uh, we're talking 26 degrees, the chance of a shower or two. The coastal weather forecast is uh, not too bad. For Sydney, again, we're talking south to southwesterly below 10 knots, becoming east to northeast in the early afternoon, then becoming north to northwesterly in the late evening, sea below 1. Dual swells south to southeasterly, 1 to 1.5. Second swells southerly around 1 metre. So it's not too bad, Kieran. No, it's all good. And don't forget in Sydney, there at uh, the tide, the bottom of the tide was at 544.69 of a metre. So it's on the rise now. High tide, it'll reach it at 12.16 today, 1.66 of a metre. Then you'll have another low tonight at 7.14 p.m., 0.51 of a metre. Okay. So that's okay. A good metre in the movement of the tides, so that's good to fish. Yeah, and carrots tips for the day. Caulfield, get your pen out. Melbourne race four, number three. Race six, and number ten. And Sydney, as long as we don't get any more rain, race eight, number seven. That'd be a good each way bet. That one's about $13. Yeah, so, yeah what are they saying? What, what's the track at the moment? Uh, is this filled in a, go, a good or a slow? I'm having a look for you at the moment. I'm just looking, getting there for today's racing because I changed it when I checked that thing for you. And it is a soft seven at the moment. Ooh. Another drop and it'll move to a heavy eight. That's right. So we'll see how it goes. No, yeah. let's go to the phones. You've got Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party for the Upper House of New South Wales. Mark Benaziak, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? We're good. What's happening, Mark? Oh, look, we just um, had our finals city week uh, in Parliament uh, this this week. Um, and it was a pretty, pretty busy and, and sometimes chaotic, chaotic uh, city week. It was the... Um, probably the city week that had the most bills passed so far this year. It's, I don't know why governments do it to themselves and us, where, where they want to ran through you know, a significant number of bills in the, in the last city week. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of late, late nights, uh, you know, past midnight, past one o'clock, uh, trying to debate and pass pass bills. But, we, um, yeah, we got there, got there in the end with a few little mishaps, but um, yeah, I think probably the more important thing for me was I was able to um, sit down with the uh, fisheries minister, with the uh, under, underwater uh, skin divers and, and fishers association and, and do an introductory meeting uh, to the minister with them, um, and we got some good conversations happening around that fishing, fishing museum. And fishing, uh, spear fishing museum that we've spoken about before. Minister um, seemed very um, interested and open to that, and um, which is good because there's obviously some really fantastic uh, pieces of history scattered around um, people's garages and you know, clubhouses that um, really need a proper home. You know, we've, we've got uh, such things as you know a, a spear yard that was donated from the US president at the time to you know, our Prime Minister Harold Holt um, before he... <laughs> that didn't work. Away. 
No, I would chit it. But um, and how he took it to depths where he didn't need to go. <laughs> it's in China yeah. now, didn't you know? The Chinese submarine got him. Oh, I thought yeah, he went well, to Russia. Well, they didn't get they didn't get the speed gun. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's yeah. So there's some really interesting pieces um, that really need, uh, I think, protecting and and being on display so people can understand. I guess the rich rich history that fishing and spearfishing has in this in this state. So yeah, that was a Minister was um, keen and interested in in that. We also spoke about the um, initiative that um, the community is trying to push in terms of women and fishing, and the minister was in um, really interested to support that too. Obviously, it's a you know fishing's a very broad church, and um, you know we've got a lot of lot of women um, that partake, and you know, and it's really the family family orientated activity so um, she she was keen to help promote uh, that initiative as well so it seems to be a bit of a a goal of the government and um, yeah we just sort of rounded it out and had a bit of a discussion about um, one of the one of the old aquatic reserves in Sydney and how spear fishermen have been locked out of that for 40 years and you know for no for a very silly reason um, you can sort of do everything else in this aquatic reserve but you can't spearfish. So, um, yeah, all in all, it was a very productive meeting. Did, did you ask him about the fact when the Spearows want to pull up alongside someone fishing and jump in the water and then put the dive flag up and the fishers have to leave? No, that didn't that didn't come up. But um, I think stuff like that come, comes back to education and, and, and a bit of courtesy, I think, really. Like, yeah. you know, you're... We're sharing, we're sharing the, sharing the resource, and sharing, sharing the water. Um, we just need to be. I think people just need to be, um, you know, sensible and 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 courteous, and realise that you know if someone's, yeah, you know, someone's in an area, you know, you just find another, find another spot. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 you know, there's plenty of plenty of good water out there that you can you can fish or spearfish or canoe or boat and just. Yeah, um, I think that's I'll just say something here, Al. Yes. It, 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 it's mainly the divers, not so much the spearers, the free divers. It's the divers themselves that pay no, no fees or anything and expect everything. They're like push bike riders. But uh, they're the ones that cause the problem. Right. Okay. The free diving fish, uh, spearfishers usually don't go that, that far. Yeah. Okay. So they're no problem. I mean, we had a lot to do with getting this, the free divers, uh, spearos, to um, to join and uh, and be become a members and and buy a license. Yeah, Adrian, as Wayne. it was called yeah. in those days. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fisheries just seem to forget those sort of things that high tide done for them. There's your push bikes but on here. Not to worry. On with it, Mark. What else is happening? Oh, look, I guess we um we rounded out the week with it. We have had, had another uh, rally uh, over the renewable issue. This time we um the people came to Sydney and and uh, protested outside Parliament House. And um it wasn't just this time around. It wasn't just the uh, concern people about offshore wind farms from Port Stephens and Illawarra, but we also 
and it coming together of also the far, all the farmers um, out west that are, are copying it as well. You know, you you got farmers waking up to find out that you know their their property is going to be surrounded by these these uh, wind turbines or these solar solar panel farms as they call them, and and really being treated quite terribly by the companies yeah. um, that are doing it. So it was. Yeah, it was a really, really good rally, and it was really fantastic to see that you had. Yeah, we have Mark. Are we having a problem here with the uh, with the weight and the transport of these product of this product? Our roads aren't quite capable or up to that standard of carrying the weight. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an issue that got raised um, certainly on the day as well from some of the speakers. Um, you know, I've personally seen photos of um, the length that you need to go to to get some of these um, yeah turbines on the road and, and into their into their positions and, and we've also got now this silly idea of putting some of these wind turbines into our state forests um, and some of those some of the, you know some of those roads in those state forests which I regularly hunt in you you, know, you you're lucky. You're lucky you can get a four wheel drive down the road, let alone <laughs> one of these wind turbines. So, you know, what damage are they going to do to the, the natural environment to actually get these bloody things in there and and, and get them put up? Well, uh, why don't we put them around Parliament House because there's a lot of hot air there? Well, <laughs> no <yeah>. offence. <laughs> I think that might. I think that might have been suggested by one of the speakers on the day. Uh, um, yeah. So it was. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was a really good turnout, um, and um, yeah, I got up and had a had a crack as always, and um, yeah, it was it was really well received. So uh, I guess onwards and upwards, and we we uh, look to push for another bid rally down in Canberra in the in the new year. So, but it's, it it certainly sends a message that this issue is not going away for for the government. Okay. Um, but, so yeah, we'll we'll keep you posted on that in the new year. Okay. Thank you for your time this morning, Mark. Good to catch up as usual. No problems at all, guys. Okay, and we'll talk soon. Mark Benaziak, Upper House New South Wales Parliament, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party. <laughs> this is for Kieran, is it? I sing the song around, round, 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 down, 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 On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Oh, what I call the Talking Sport Melbourne Cup. What's the distance? 100 metres, no. no handicap conditions. Seriously, old blokes and calves and hammies, it, it's uh, just nah. Graham, no. I'm not spending the night in hospital, no. No chance. Right. There goes your market on now, all right? Oh, jeez, you'll have to, I don't know, have to invent something else now. That went down the tube for a while, didn't it? Weekdays from three. Simplest way is, you know, in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s, everything was like you've done cocaine or you have done this, he have done that. And these days they run around with the, oh no, no, he's, it's a metabolite that bends a lot line. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Can I just quickly send a cheerio to, uh, not that he's listening, because he runs the London Stock Exchange, Michael Liner, great wallaby former. Um, just pulling that one out. Uh, Michael Liner running the London Stock Exchange. He does. He's a CEO. Um, so and it's a fair job. wonder why we call him 
the top. Anyway, 131269, talking sport. Who am I? I make you laugh and sometimes cry. I'm there when you wake up and by your side each day. You can take me anywhere. I've been connecting communities for longer than you've been alive. Oh, and this year, I'm marking 100 years of providing Australians with laughs, news, sport and great music. I am Australian Radio. 100 years and just getting started. Thanks for listening. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company. A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. News, sports, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Blake in the studio. Kieran online with us. And I think we've got Swanee there. Good morning, Swanee. And Eva? Hey, Al. How are you? I'm good now. Is it true Kieran looks like Freddy Krueger now? Very. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why he's had... He showered this breakfast yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go up shortly and help him. I'll never go up and... Helping unload his car again. Oh, he, he, he was whinging about that yesterday. He had to carry one load up the up the stairs. And he's oh, it's hard. And it's all right. I carried his suitcase for him. Anyway. <laughs> he didn't so, mention that. I carried the bottle of Bowie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well done. How's the fishing been up there? I'm glad, but it's like an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> when you're downside, Kieran, when you're downsized from a big house. Down to a unit, you're supposed to downsize all your rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not rubbish actually. He's got some really good stuff there. <laughs> Anyhow, but not say too much on here. <laughs> He's listening. Don't worry. He's there. Oh yeah, I can hear. <laughs> I knew you could hear. Yeah, I'm taking it all in too. So don't worry. I was going to get your breakfast again this morning. Good oh, on you. Oh, good. We'll be up there at eight o'clock. <laughs> okay. 
all right, fishing wise, yeah, it's been pretty good during the week. It's uh, we've had the nor'easters and nor'easters blowing up in, uh, around about eleven o'clock. You'll uh, seem to puff up. So if you get out nice and early, you'll get a few hours fishing outside. Uh, there's been a few marlin taken uh, out on the marlin grounds and, and out in the earrings. Uh, those that made it out to the marlin banks found uh, good snapper and pearlies. Um, and the close-in route, uh, all the fads and that have all seen to have plenty of uh, dolphin fish on them too if you get some liveys. Um, yeah, um, most of the close-in reefs have got uh, parrotfish and uh, red-throated emperor too if you want to try. Uh, mackerel season uh, opens again today. Um, Spanish mackerel, just look for the birds uh, or look for the schools of uh, baitfish out there and uh, I know uh, Jay and I had a real good session on them uh, about this time last year on the mackerel. Uh, really worth a try. Um, the river's, uh, it, yeah, it's fishing okay. It's still pretty clear, the water. We need, it needs a good flush out, I think. But uh, there's still some really good flathead being caught. Uh, plenty of mangrove jacks over the full moon period, of course. Um, those tossing lures... Uh, around uh, the cod hole, picked up a few schooled dew. Uh, the rim had gone a bit quiet, which is, you know, part of the course this time of year. Uh, the crabs, a little bit quiet. I spoke to a mate of mine yesterday on Thursday. Um, he had a good session with his four pots out on the river, and, uh, pulling them every few hours uh, for most of them, or half the night, and uh, all he ended up with was a couple of keepers, uh, and I haven't had a uh, we haven't had a crab for about a month and a half now where I put my pot in, so we definitely need a, a lot more rain uh, to stir those up. Yeah, yeah. And on a Saturday night, we lost the fisherman up here, boys. I suppose you've heard all about it. No, what was that? Uh, and that a fellow Matt Bianchi, uh, uh, I think his name is. But yeah. he he, uh, he was a good friend of Jay's. Uh, actually, he was supposed to fish with Jay. I think it was last Sunday that I was supposed to go out. But uh, um, he, uh, uh, Jay had a uh, a uh, last-minute uh, catering job, so he couldn't go out. He only just moved up here a while back. Uh, Matt and his uh, mad keen fisher, Jay was going to show him some marlin spots. Went out on his own, and uh, he uh, rang his missus uh, during the day, and he said, I'd hooked and lost the marlin, and that was the last uh, she heard from him until I found his boat down off Morton, and yeah. uh, he was fishing out off here. So uh, yeah. uh, they think the, the conjecture is that he's hooked another big fish or something or other, and there was a bit of a bumpy sea, and, and uh, he's gone overboard, and uh, the boat was still going. So it yeah. travelled 100-odd K down to Morton when they found it with no one in it. That's from... from Alarm was really raised. Yeah, uh, you've got to have if you're out fishing by yourself, you've got to wear a cutout lanyard. That's yeah. just end of story. That's yeah, must yeah, wear one. Yeah, yeah, it must have been awful for him. You know, go in and watch the boat motor when you're 17 k out to sea, and yeah. then, anyhow, heart goes out to his family and friends. And and uh, on a, uh, another note, uh, completely unrelated. We thought we might have got his body back, which would have given them closure. But uh, on Thursday, the police running up and down Bradman Avenue here on the Maruchi River everywhere. And uh, it turned out that someone had seen a body floating in the water from there. They recovered, but uh, 
and we were sort of um, deep down we were sort of hoping uh, for closure for the family but it wasn't <laughs> apparently someone else said I know I identified but it definitely wasn't Matt so, yeah, no, yeah so like you say you've just got to be so careful and yeah. efficient on your own out there anyway fellas yeah sad note but never mind okay uh, life goes on it and, does uh, yep yep all right then well, okay well, thank you yeah. for that you and Yvonne go and have breakfast with Freddie Krueger oh yeah which is right yeah. <laughs> we'll book a table. Okay. Very good. <laughs> see you very shortly. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you about 8 o'clock, Gary. Okay, okay. Thanks, Swanee. Thanks, Yvonne. We'll take a break and back with more of Hot Diet. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au Ready to retire? With a Host Plus pension account, you can turn your super into a tax-effective retirement income. So, whether you're focused on maximising your investments or having more certainty over your returns, Host Plus Pension has an option for you. More control over your retirement? That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. General advice only. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Consider your circumstances and the Host Plus Pension PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au before making a decision. Search Host Plus Pension today. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. Do you suffer from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Blake in the studio, Kieran online. And we've got a guest online, Greg Reed. Good morning. Oh, very good morning. How are we? Well, look, we're, we're much better than you are. That's the best washout I've ever seen is Lake Conjola at the moment. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I just... It's almost a fire description, doesn't it? Well, you know, for people who don't realise where, where the lake's opened up, it's cut in about 30 feet, hasn't it, into the sand hills? Easily. Yeah. E- e- easily. If you, yeah. yeah if, I think the, the picture doesn't do it justice, and the only reason I haven't used the image because it's not mine. Right. I haven't actually been there myself. I'm just looking at images at the moment. But the lake had been shut oh, about five weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we had been through a, a bit of a dry patch. Um, it, it had been open for quite a long time. It had shut. And, um, yeah, then the, ca- the catchment up at Porter's Creek, well, Porter's Creek Dam doesn't actually drain into Lake Cajol as much as people do think it does. It's, um, they, the Porter's Creek Dam, which is up in the hills behind the lake, um, that area received 350 mils rain. So um, the lake had a big flood. And um, it's it's scoured out a massive amount of sand, um, and and the rainfall totals down here during the week. You know, we're hearing of actually reports of over 450 mil in 24 hours at Kalala Bay, wow, uh, which is on the northern side of Jervis Bay. Um, so there's been a massive flooding event right up and down the coast. It means I can't I can't go fishing on the Clyde River. No, I'm, I'm not real happy about that. <laughs> but but this is what happens with icols, isn't it? It's it's a naturally occurring thing. Oh yeah, and this is so. This issue is really really divisive um, around Lake Conjola. Um There's a whole bunch of people down there that have made conscious decisions to buy property in a known flood zone that don't think it's an icol. <laughs> um, For those who don't know, it's an intermittently intermit- closed and open lake. Yes. Or lagoon, or lagoon, yes, yeah, yeah. Either end or, uh, and there's there's the greater part of the community down there that has been calling for a break wall to be built for quite some time. Uh, <laughs> they want to modify the whole lake regime. You uh, couldn't, you so couldn't do it. A perfectly yeah. beautiful version of the lake, which it is beautiful when it's open. But the reality is, the lake opens and shuts. That's right. And and when it shuts, it floods and mm. um, councils probably look, in all fairness, not the best at getting the dozers in because there is a trigger point where they can go from manual intervention when the lake gets to a certain height to prevent serious flooding into the town. But it doesn't always work that way. If, if you've got a, a roaring storm at like, you know, three o'clock in the morning and it, it reaches the trigger point, well, you know, council's probably not the best at adapting to that space, let's say. Yeah. Um, and I've got to say, look, I'll, look, I'll put it out there. I'm, I'm not a green voter, but I just think some of the, some of the vitriol that's been poked at the mayor down there, Mayor Finley personally, is, is just uncalled for. Um, yeah, yeah, people are struggling, yep, yeah, your houses have been flooded, but um, it's not all something that she can personally fix, and I think, I think she's, she's copping a bit too much unnecessarily. Yeah, but if, um, if, you, is, live in a, if you live in a flood-prone area, it's a risk you're taking if you buy there or decide to stay there. It's common sense out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but like if you had to stick your head up on social media these days and, and tell someone that has just had their house flooded for the fifth time in however many years and been through the fires, like there's a lot of there's a lot of residual pain that's going on down there in the community. So it's a very, very sensitive issue. But you're absolutely right, Al. Like you've, if you've made a decision to live 
and buy, purchase a property in a known flood zone and expect another result, well, you're going to inherently live in a permanent state of disappointment. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's like moving to Lismore that averages a flood every 11.5 months and yeah. then saying, oh, it flooded. What's going on here? Well, that's yeah. what happens. I live in the Hawkesbury and it averages a flood every 3.6 years. We went 25 years without a flood and we had three in, in three years. It happens. Yeah. It happens, yeah. But the amount of sand that's been moved down there, I just, you can't fathom it. No. Nah. You, you just cannot fathom the, the, the probably hundreds of thousands of tonnes of sand that have been moved in 12 hours. Um, so it, it came down the catchment pretty quick. Hang on, where did it all go? Where's all the sand gone? Mate, it's gone straight out the front of Lake Controller, and there's going to be some good surfable banks out there over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Every cloud has a silver lining. Oh, yeah, no, uh, dear uh, look, and look, there's whole issues around the, the ecosystem down there where the Greenies thought they were doing the right thing in the early 90s and vegetating the dunes. That changed the whole sand regime. There's, there's a whole lot of modification that's gone on down there, which is, yeah, it still opens and closes, but it has affected areas. It's complex. We don't have enough time this morning. The reality is the fish love a good flood down there. Um, the reality is the lake doesn't die when it closes. It actually fishes really good because there's massive competition for food amongst the fish. And the reality is after all these floods that we've had during the week, there is massive amounts of debris, particularly on some of the bigger rivers, um, still, you know, trees from the from the fires that are uh, that are floating down the river, and a whole bunch of other debris, cows and park benches, and you name it. So, um, the Clyde River, particularly, we're going to cancel next week. I'm really disappointed by that. I really hadn't fished the Clyde in ages. I was looking forward to going and telling lies to a few Jew down there next week. But, um, <laughs> um, that's not going to happen. The basin's probably fared a little bit better. The basin. Uh, flooded and St George's Basin flooded in so many areas as well but thankfully that uh, the basin basically never shuts so the water level's gone down a bit now but you're going to expect a bit of debris but for me I'd be hitting the creek mouths with little uh, little crankbaits particularly pink crankbaits um, for flathead and, uh, and brim there's going to be if you got out there nice and early, you would have had epic surface bites for brim. Uh, they actually push up into the shallows as do Mulloway. Mulloway push upstream in floods they don't all run to the front. Yes, there will be a certain amount of fish which will get pushed out, but some still push up into the floodwaters. So the basin's um, uh, is really fired up. There's a lot of estuaries will with this system. Um, Jervis Bay, once again, you've, you've got a couple of creeks drained in there. Um, Karama Inlet up in the northeast corner. There's a little Kalala Creek. There's Currambeen Creek. Uh, there's Moona Creek. So the bay itself's also got a lot of uh, debris in it. Um, it's probably it's probably fair to say Jervis Bay's cleared up a bit better, but there's still going to be a lot of debris around. Um, so, yeah, short-term pain, but um, I, I reckon we're not out of the woods with this yet. So much for, for you know, El Nino. Um, you know, the bomb call in El Nino, it's going to be dry, hot summer. Right. Um, and I know it's only the first day of summer, but I think looking at, looking at the long-range stuff, and I, I use Windy TV for a lot of my weather stuff, weather stuff um i think we're looking at maybe possible another one at the end of next week too um so yeah keep your eye on the sky because there's a whole lot of volatility around at the moment i'm i had birdie was birdie was meant to come down we were meant to do a bit of filming last weekend i'm glad he didn't because we only ended up getting one flathead for the day and um <laughs> my son and i and it was almost like the fish knew yeah um everything's just been everything's been easily a couple of weeks late down here 
um, over the last uh, over this sort of late spring and, and now coming into the summer season. But certainly spring, the, the fish have been saying uh, we're a couple of weeks off the program. Um, but this rain will definitely uh, fire things up. But uh, yeah, just be really careful, really careful on the water today. If you if you're hitting the uh, the entrances to a lot of these lakes, you should actually find some good fish on the beaches, uh, particularly Brim and uh, Mulloway and and Taylor. But um, yeah, just be careful as you're getting out and about because there's a fair amount of damage here, certainly from Jervis Bay South. Okay, and don't forget your Pro Lures Australia. Yeah, proluaustralia.com.au. Have a look at the, have a look at some of our socials and some of the fish that have been caught on the XL Shad up north, particularly by Mopsy's fishing up in Emerald with his metre twenty six barra and, and Mopsy metre twenty six. That right, is and, a and regular, big fish. Regularly, he's regularly catching him out of a little town in in central west Queensland called Emerald. The name of the lake up there, uh, mining town, Emerald. Yes. Yeah, they've got a lake in town which was historically stocked, and he's getting some absolute behemoths. Mm. Um, and Mobsy's fishing up in Mackay, who's sight cast a metre 20 black dew in the shallows on, on the clone <laughs> Um There's some good images coming in from around the country. So, yeah, proluaustralia.com.au. Have, uh, check it out and um, have a great weekend. Thanks, Greg. Great no report. Driver. See you. Okay, bye. Greg Reed from Pro Lewis, and we'll be back with more of High Tide in a minute. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. How dare they release those murderous criminals onto our streets? That's a joke. They had a very clear idea that this was possibly the decision that the High Court was going to hand down. Brent Bultitude. Well, they're guilty of being reactive rather than proactive. Well, the government goes off on their own tangent, and then all of a sudden they disclose it to you and I. And then we go, wow, well, I don't agree with that, but it's too late. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 535100. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae, and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbovitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbovitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arbovitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use.
With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble response. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function staff on 9670-8888. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSupernetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan and Blake in the studio, Kieran online. And let's step outside with Paul Burt. Morning, Paul. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm spectacular. How are you? Mate, sensational. We had a big storm up here last night, but it's all changed today because after a storm, after a trough passes over, you know what, what's generally left the next morning? Rubbish. Beautiful. <laughs> Good. It's lovely. It's going to be another hot day. Summer, obviously, banging on the door. It knocked and uh, came in a couple of days ago and obviously brought the hot temps, 34s, 35s, and, and uh, summer storms. So, yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad at all, actually. It's, you, know what brought these, you know what brought the summer storms up there, don't you? Kieran's arrival on Thursday. Oh, is he up here? Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come up to catch a couple of big mackerel. Come up for mass exodus going south. <laughs> 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 like, uh, no, that's good. That's good. Um, mate, uh, well, Kieran, you know there's been some good storms. Uh, you guys didn't get too much last night up there, but uh, we had it all sort of, you know, brizzy south to the Goldie. So, yeah, it was pretty good. We got some rain this morning, Paul. What's that, buddy? We got some rain early this morning from about 1 o'clock. Yeah, roger that. Yeah, you guys, the sunny coast is going to get a little bit more, uh, probably a storm tomorrow, but, um, you, you know, you're right on the bottom end of that uh, that system as well. So you might get a little bit more today and tomorrow, uh, tonight and tomorrow, and then probably uh, Monday you might see a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, uh, more than what we're going to get. But good for the fishing, mate. Great for the mud crabs. It'll flush them out. Put a pot out. Catch some crabs. You'll love it. Um, what, what a day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. How's your week been, mate? All good? My week's been very good. I was up at um, with Sundays last week on a bear boat charter for six days. Oh, how was it? Good. What boat did you did you go on? A forty two lagoon. Ah, oh, nice, mate. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they don't have a sail, do they? Yes, Mark. they do. Right. We sailed most of the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, okay. okay. The wind's free. I thought I'd try it out. See what it's like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quite good. Right. Quite good. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Not a bad, not a bad job. Did you get a, put a fishing rod out of the back? Uh, no, they actually said they weren't allowed to take rods on board, so I just took a hand line with me and caught a couple. Oh, that's all right. 
It was a bit of fun anyway. So it was more more uh, thing with Anne there. And young Bentley invited himself along as well, the 12-year-old grandson. So he loved it. How's Bentley now, He's good. He, he had his graduation from primary school yesterday. Oh, well done to him. Yeah, so him. he's happy. So that's uh, grade six, yeah? Yes, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah good on him, mate. But yeah, he, 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 likes, he likes being out boating. He quite enjoys that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well... Mate, you've got no choice, really. The whole family's involved. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, it'd be bad luck if you didn't like it, wouldn't it? But, uh, and a lot of tourists up there. I was surprised how big the tourism's come back so quickly up on the Whit Sundays. Yeah, I think it's like that uh, everywhere, mate. Like, even though we've got schoolies uh, here on the Gold Coast, it's um, you know, it's, it's flat out. Yeah, you know, the hotels are, are, are bumping and construction's bumping. Well, you go out to sea or you go up to the mountains and you're looking out over the horizon, you know, there's nothing short of 30, you know, uh, cranes building different yes. construction yeah. high-rises. And, and, you know, that's a lot. And I haven't seen all that since, realistically, probably the late 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, you go out to sea, you'd always see, you know, half a dozen big cranes building skyscrapers and stuff and uh, buildings. And uh, now it's, you know, it's double that amount. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is. It's just going crazy. But um, a lot of people buying the old backpacker, you know, coming up with money, buying backpacking units, knocking them down and putting up highways. And stuff. Yeah. You know, the old, the old uh, feel of the Gold Coast is still good fishing, but, um, you know, the country feel is, is sort of wafted away. It's gone. But, hey, um, fishing-wise, guys, I'll tell you what, it's, it's been a, a fairly good week uh, of, of fishing. It's been up and down. We've had some showers and had uh, storms, obviously, and, and better days. But um, the mud crabs and the blue swimmers are about numbers. So if anyone wants to get out and get those things at the moment, they're around, particularly up around, uh, like the jumping pin, um, the edges of gold and green bank for your sand crabs or blue swimmers, um, all the way down towards um, you know, the older shots. There's lots up there. Um, the water clarity has dropped a bit, which is good, and so too is the water temperature. That has played a part for fishing and certain fish. We'll get into that in a sec. But there's been some nice muddies also, uh, throughout the Kuma River, um, also down and towards the Narang. Narang's not really a place you're going to catch a lot of mud crabs because you know it's 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 a, it's a weird system. Um, you get a lot of females, a lot of jennies. So you get a few bucks, uh, but if you want to go up there and target, you know, and get a lot of a lot of good crabs, you want to hit probably uh, down towards Kuma Bar Creek. There's a, a a green zone further up where well, it's for the crabs. But as they come out, there's only one thoroughfare in and out. Um, so if you just get on the edge of that and, and uh, put your plots for the next kilometre or two downstream, you'll pick up some nice money. So there's a lot of share farming, and I think that happens everywhere. I was talking to, to, to Pete, PJ yesterday, and he was saying share farming happens down there at, uh, at Old Bar, and it happens up here a lot. It happens everywhere, you know, unfortunately. So a uh, good way to try and avoid that is put your plots out late in the afternoon, right on dusk, and check them first thing in the morning before it gets too light and too many people get out, and you'll do okay there. Um, Back, backwaters around Broadbeach has been holding some good trevally uh, before that water temperature change. And uh, that was good. That was sort of up around that, uh, nothing, nothing big, but a few small GTs, uh, some good big eye. But they're always up around that sort of, um, you know, 40-centimetre mark, which is great for the kids on sport, sport fishing on uh, on light tackle. They get there, they troll the small uh, hard-bodied lures like the fish crafts and all that sort of stuff there, just like the shads. Only go down a metre, they look like a herring, same sort of colour. And uh, and I just troll those around the lakes, look for the birds diving and, and pick up a, a bunch of trevally and queenfish. 
but that uh, has slowed now due to that uh, that water temperature drop and also the clarity. So I think another another week we'll see that obviously things changing a bit for them and getting back onto the moon. Uh, the barometer's right down at the moment, 1,004 it was sitting on, but you know, go back a couple of weeks, it was 1,019, 1,020. And that's when the barra also bit uh, heavily throughout our rivers. It is a closed season barra at the moment, um, even though the Gold Coast is not, uh, you know, known for sport fishing of barra just in general. For those who know about it know that they are here. Um, so people out there targeting mangrove jacks at the moment might might catch a barra, but obviously they release them. But it is a, a closed season, cannot target them specifically at the moment. Um, but they have been getting them up in the, uh, the dam. So they're a little bit quiet throughout the day around Mondurin in from Harvey Bay. Uh, so Mondurin's been, been holding them about two weeks ago during the day. Beautiful catches throughout the day and big fish. Uh, but at night time at the moment, it's a night bite. So around midnight, uh, obviously on that, uh, on that moon. But I think, uh, again, a barometer down. Uh, those southerly winds that we've had a bit of change here. You've had like one or two days of northerly winds up there. It's been hot, but it hasn't been enough. You need three or four days of consistent hot northerlies. Get that barometer back up and uh, and get the fish. So there's a lot of fish in the basin uh, down near the wall at the moment. Uh, so the back areas around that sort of southwestern side of, of, of your dam and the back the back areas in the shallow waters, you can try you know casting up there for them. Um, and, and you can go to barra in impoundments. Okay, it's, it's, it's that that um, uh, no take is not included in, in empowerment barrow, so in salt water barrow, uh, where there's a, a tidal influence. Um, so that that can be a bit of fun for people wanting to go and have a crack. It's always nice to camp up there where you can stay in accommodation and just have fishing for the night or throughout the day. Um, but we've seen a lot of bull shark activity in the canals at the moment, also throughout the bays, heaps of bull sharks that are around. Um, they've been eating people's brim. Uh, grunter brim, getting a lot of grunter brim around uh, the council chambers up towards the entrance to the uh, Benalla Canal systems. Yabby's working well, uh, as they always do, but uh, they're javelin fish. Um, but the, uh, the sharks have been sort of uh, playing a bit of a, a menace of recent as well. Um, offshore fishing, guys, we've seen some really good catches of, uh, of Mulloway. Obviously, with the water temp dropping, um, some fish go off the bite, other fish come on the bite. So it's a, it's a double-sided uh, coin here where you can get out there and have a crack around uh, the artificial northeast of the Southport Seaways uh, for blocks, been holding some, some good mulloway. And also up off Double Pin, uh, the cathedrals, which is up off North Strati, uh, Cottons, uh, Sullivan's, they've been getting some good jewelry. So the guys uh, on Sea Pro Charters, Gavin, um, they're, they're getting you know, three, four fish a day easily. Um, wherever they want to go, they'll pick up a couple of jewelries and then they'll move out and and hit the dolphin fish up on the, on the government fads. Um, and even up off the uh, point lookout, the fads that are anchored in 50 fathoms of water, which is where you really want to be. When you've got something out in that deep, you know, 100 metre mark, you're going to get something always turning up, you know. Um, in on the 36 fathom line, which is around that sort of 60 metre mark, 65 metre mark, you do get things turn up, absolutely you do. But sometimes the water might be a bit greener, you have that northerly wind, it, it changes things around, you get the fish, that wider, those wider fads is where it's really happening. Not just, uh, obviously, uh, dolphin fish, but you get your wahoo, you get your marlin, you get everything tuna would pop up, you get everything out on those wider ground. And generally those fads are anchored around reef. Um, so you can do a bit of bottom fishing and put a float line out and, uh, and hook up to a, a marlin because there's been a few of those around as well. 
Um, I don't know if it's going to be a good season. The boys up at Harvey Bay haven't done really well this year. It was a really quiet season on the small black marlin off Rooney Point. So it'll be interesting to see whether that plays a part on, on our system on the East Coast, from the Gold Coast all the way down, obviously, towards Port Stephen. So we'll see what happens with that over the coming over the next month, really. Uh, but there's been a few about, but, uh, but but not a lot, obviously. And if you are going fishing by yourself, you probably spoke to PJ this morning about it. If you're going out fishing for yourself, please, 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 please wear a life jacket. And my best advice besides wearing a life jacket is going to be putting a um, a uh, an EPER, personalised EPER digital on the side and just extend your lanyard and, uh, and tie it to your ankle. That's right. You can move around the boat and, and fish and do what you want to do, but if you go over the side, it will pull the switch and stop the, stop the boat. You can swim back to it. Mate, you can um, you can make a lanyard up, can't you, Blakey? Yes, a bit of VB cord on on the on extend the lanyard. That's all you have to do. Yeah, it's not hard. I mean, don't tie lanyards together because that that could break. Like you know, yeah. you want it. You want something that's secure that goes to the helm and to you. And that's right. Just, yes. Just, just and even if you if you're fishing out, like you know, just we all wash our hands. We all lean over boats and and and. You know, I'm guilty as charged. Of, you know, you, you do, you get slip and you think, oh, geez, you know, you don't want that to happen. If you're, if you're going by yourself, you just want to make sure that everything, everything is just ship-shaped, ready to go, and you, you, if something happens, it's fail-safe. What, what's one of the most dangerous things, especially for the boys, is doing number ones over the back of the boat? Yeah, right. And they find a lot of people that have drowned that have fallen off boats. They come back with their flies undone when they retrieve the body. So Isn't they knew what they right? were doing. Yes. That's very dangerous. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, that's uh, you know, simple things, isn't it? Really? That's right. Yep. Simple things, but it can be fixed by something simple as well. Like VB cord is perfect because it, it does not, you know, it doesn't break. That's right. And you, you, just, uh, you, can, you can get those little extra clips anyway, too, for your, for your engines. That's right. There's no problems. But just have it so the engine stops. You can always swim back to the boat. But also know how you're going to get back into the boat as well. Yeah, that's true. Ask Kieran. Ask Kieran. Ask Kieran about that. <laughs> hey, Kieran, how do you get back in the boat, mate, if you go over? Very, very hard. Let me tell you, with great difficulty. And great as you difficulty. get older, you get weaker, and it gets more difficult again. But complacency is the biggest problem. Yeah. People become mate, too yeah. complacent. That's true, yeah. because um, it's the same as when you, people get eaten by a crocodile, is they become complacent, they forget about what's actually around because you're not seeing it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't fish with crocodiles, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't go back that's to another that. complacency. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you, don't go, you can't yeah. talk to the crocodile. No, 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 not at all, but you, you, you avoid it. It's the same, no good trying to whisper to a shark either. No, that's 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 very true. That is true. But uh, I, I like that that VB court idea and having a, an escape plan to get back. Well, uh, you know, yeah. an entry plan to get back onto your boat. That's that's pretty much on the money. But always, as long as you see, if you're falling the drink and and you've got your, your VB cord attached to your belt or something rather, and, and out you go, your boat stops. Now you've got wind. Okay, if there's wind, if there's current. If you've got a big boat and it's uh, sailing away, it depends on how rough it is. Like yeah, but it won't sail that. You can catch up to it normally. There's no problem. Well, you but you've got a chance at least. If if the motor's still yeah. going, you've got no chance. No. God, no. Yeah. Okay. God, no, no. We're going to go.
All right. Well, have yourself a wonderful day, and uh, and mate, we'll, we'll love talking to you tomorrow. And um, look forward to it. See how the fishing is today, and I'll let you know in twenty four hours. Thanks, Paul. Have a great day. Okay, Paul Burke, we step outside. Kieran, thank you for that. We'll talk to you in the morning. Yes, yes. I'll Scurrying down the river bank. The weather is going. Taking our like positions there, on the bridge. Yep. Clouds coming up, so please Open keep your eye wind. on the sky. And don't forget, learn your kids to swim. Have a look at their future swim. Uh, okay. Thanks, Kieran. Thank you for listening, everyone. Same time, same channel tomorrow. Look forward to your company. Safe boating, everyone. The river bend. But as sure as yappies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.